Today's the day. The Chicago Bulls face off against the Miami Heat today in Miami for the Bulls' last chance to get into the playoffs. It's win or go home. Will the Bulls fare well against Miami Heat? What do they need to do to put themselves in the best situation to win the game? We're going to talk about that. Plus, dive into the mailbag right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. And if you want to follow me, you can do so right off the top at CEO Hayes, at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. And if you want to follow the show, you can do so at Bulls Central Pod. But you're not here for me today. We are here to get hype. We are here to get ready. It's game day as the Chicago Bulls head to Miami to face off against the Miami Heat in a win-or-go-home game. Now, the Miami Heat haven't looked too much better than the Chicago Bulls. Actually, the Miami Heat looked terrible in their first um, in their first play-in game, and that's why they lost in their face on the Chicago Bulls today. Now, so far, since uh, it, on the season, the Bulls uh, rank at 24th in defensive rating overall, but you know we've been the number one defense in the league since um, the All-Star break, and the Miami Heat are 25th. When you look at, um, I'm sorry, that was offensive rating. When you look at defensive rating, the Miami Heat are number ninth, and the Chicago Bulls are number five. And when you look at net rating, the Miami Heat are 21 to the Chicago Bulls 13th. Now, what does that mean? That means that the Bulls are right there with the Miami Heat, and that's evident in our in our season uh, series against them. We won that 3-0, and but the Bulls cannot take that lightly. You cannot ride into this game and use that 3-0 and against the Miami Heat as any way to feel safe like you just got this game in the bag, right? What the Bulls need to do are the same things they always need to do. Rebound the ball efficiently as a team, hopefully, and not get out-rebounded by 14 rebounds again, even though they won against the Toronto Raptors getting out-rebounded drastically. Keep control of the ball. Do not have the loose, sloppy turnovers, the unforced turnovers you need to hold on to the ball, right? Shoot the ball as efficiently as you can. Not necessarily from three-point range because the Miami Heat aren't a huge three-point shooting team as a team, but we know that they have absolute killers who can go off from three-point range and Tyler Hero and Max Struess. And I tell you what, yeah, Duncan Robinson is a bum, but go and check his numbers out against the Chicago Bulls. He always seems to find a way to go off against the Chicago Bulls. So not even we don't know for sure if Duncan Robinson is going to get in this game or not. But again, if he does, look out for that to be something and see how the Bulls defend him as well. The Bulls need to defend the three-point line well. You cannot allow Tyler Hero and Max Struess to go off on you this game because if you do, it's going to be a long night. It's going to be a tough night. And it's going to be a night that the Bulls may not uh, favor out well if you allow those two role players to go off against you. So the Bulls are going to have to be locked in defensively. That's been always the thing with the Bulls. When the Bulls are at their best, it's when they're playing that brand of tough defense and they're digging in and playing the way that we need them to play. But outside of that, when you look at some of the individual matchups in this game as well, the 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 Miami Heat are no slouch defensively. Yes, both teams are in the 20s when it comes to offensive rating, but you do not want to overlook how both teams are defensively, and especially when you have two teams that now aren't necessarily the best offensive teams. This game has the potential to be a knockout slugger of, of a slugfest of a game, right? Now, the Miami Heat did look old. They look slow. They look like a team that you, you wouldn't even think that they ever went to a finals, much less had deep playoff runs, but they are still one of the best coaches coach teams in the league when you look at Eric Sposher being on the other side of the ball but coming into this you got to look at you got to win specific matchups right Pat Beverly Gabe Vincent it is what it is there. when you look at Tyler Hero already talked about it Zach Levine is going to have if they do not put Jimmy Butler on Zach Levine you, Zach needs to go to work against Tyler Hero I would say this whoever Tyler Hero's guarding whether it's Zach whether it's DeMar 
needs to put him in the spin cycle and get him in foul trouble and just make his night a living hell on the defensive side of the ball. Now, on the flip side of that, you do not want to allow Tyler Hero to go off from three-point range, as we said, the Jimmy Butler of it all. Where do you put Jimmy Butler on? Are they going to put, move him on Zach Levine? Who's, if Zach's going to go into playoff mode again and the player that we want to see from Zach, are they going to try to put him in, on DeMar in the game, right? And then you also look at Alice Caruso being in that game. The Miami Heat run a small lineup. Jimmy Butler technically starts at power forward for the Miami Heat. So this is a game where you expect Alice Caruso to be able to be formidable against Jimmy Butler defensively. But if he's not, you bring in Patrick Williams in that game. So, you know, we'll see. The Bam Adebayo and Nikola Vucevic matchup is going to be hugely important, not just for how Vooch scores or not, but also getting on those boards, right? Stop getting those defensive rebounds that we need from Nikola Vucevic to help limit the Miami Heat and the second chance points. You do not want to allow this team to get a bunch of chances each offensive possession. You do not want to allow that, right? You don't want to allow them to get second chance points. You don't want to allow them to get those extra possessions. You want to keep them off those offensive boards as much as you can, not only so that you that they don't get those second chance points, but with the Bulls rebounding well, that gives them opportunity to get out and run. That gives them opportunity to get out and, you know, in the open court where Zach is dangerous. DeMar is still dangerous, right? Kobe White always makes the right pass in open court. And if Io DeSumo is going to be in this game, getting him downhill as well is going to be important. And speaking of Io, right, how does that rotation continue to, to, to you know, tighten up for the Chicago Bulls? We basically saw six players play the majority of them. I'm sorry, seven players play the majority of the minutes in the game against the Toronto Raptors. Our starting five, Kobe and Patrick Williams. Io DeSumo and Andre Drummond combined for, I think, like 12 minutes they combined for in that last game. Combined, right? Neither one of them getting into double-digit minutes, right? So how, how Billy Donovan uses that rotation is going to be hugely important as well. Does, how does he balance that out? Do we see another short rotation? Do we see no Javante, right? Do we see no uh, DJJ? Do we just rock it out with those seven players primarily? That's going to be important to watch as well. But I'll tell you what, whoever is on that court needs to perform. And we need to hit our open shots as well. Pat Bev, Alice Crusoe did not hit their open shots in that first quarter. For the most part of the game, they didn't. But they did hit key shots when we needed it to. Alice Crusoe getting to the rim, getting to the free throw line. That's what we're going to need to see from this team as well. This team is going to have to go on the attack mode if they do not want their season to end. That's what this is all for. When it all comes down to it, it's all about winning or going home, right? And you can say that about any. It's only one team this season that their season is not going to end on a loss. And that's whoever ends up winning the NBA championship. So every team's going to end on a loss but one. But this is not the night that we want to end on a loss, right? Some Bulls fans may think that they that may feel that they do want this team to end on a loss night so they can still go into that lottery and have, you know, the, the chance, the facade of keeping that, that four overall pick or getting a, a fourth overall pick. But, you know, we'll see, right? We'll see if the, if whatever happens. But the Bulls need to come in and they need to execute. And DeMar and Zach Levine have to be our motors offensively. Zach just... Be playing an efficient game. Is it always going to be 39 points? No. Would I love to see Zach have another 39-point game against the Miami Heat and Jimmy Butler and push the Bulls into another playing victory and the playoff series? Absolutely. I think most Bulls fans would want, would want to see that and see our team have success. But it's going to be a night where we need them to play smart. It, there, there's going to be a stretch in this game where Miami starts pushing, regardless of whatever happens. There's going to be a stretch of that where either they make it tough on the Bulls defensively or they start getting, getting in rhythm offensively themselves. How the Bulls respond to that on both sides of the ball is going to be important. We can't have that, that change of body language. I tell you what, yes, the second half was amazing for the Chicago Bulls. But if we're all admitting it and being honest, their body language at the end of that first quarter and going into that halftime was terrible. Now, I'm glad they were able to pull their way out of it, 
but you cannot get down on yourself again today. Come in. Play free. It's win or go home. Whatever happens, happens. They're already with this season, the Bulls have turned their season around in ways that many of us did not think that they were going to be able to do after the All-Star break. And they do need to get be commended for that to a degree. But you have an opponent in front of you with an ex-Bull player who does always try to shine against the Chicago Bulls and Jimmy Butler. But you have a team that's been battle-tested, a team that's going off playoff runs together, a team that it has veterans on that team that even though maybe those veterans are exactly why they're losing and maybe looking a little old, do not overestimate or underestimate their ability to kick it in a second gear that the Bulls have not had to do as consistently because they just have not had playoff runs, right? We have not had that. And I know some Bulls fans say, hey, what's the point of this? Are we doing all this just to lose to Milwaukee in the first round? And i tell you this, I don't care, right? I don't care. At the end of the day, you know, yes, our season ended bad in the, play- in the first round of the playoffs against potentially the same team we-, we may face in the playoffs today. I mean, in the playoffs going forward if we do win today. But all that, we'll worry about that when we get to it. Tonight, it's a Bulls game. It's game day. And I want to see this Bulls team compete at the level that we know that they can compete at, the way that we've seen them able to compete at. Zach Levine on another level, DeMar DeRozan understanding just how to get to his spot, how to get to the free throw line, how to get a needed bucket when the Bulls do need that momentum shifting bucket. And Patrick Beverly really being the leader of this team emotionally and what he's been able to do for this team. We have to be locked in today, period. That's it. This team has to lock in, right? Has to lock. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. It's going to be hugely telling for this team and how they respond to this game. I keep saying it, and I, and I still maintain this is probably this could be right the last the last game that we see this version of the team together. Now we can win this game, then we know that we're going to have at least four more games of seeing this team, and we'll see how they compete against the Milwaukee Bucks. But I tell you, we know what this team is capable of. We need to know. We need them to know what they're capable of. We need our X factors and Kobe White and Patrick Williams to play to have an impact on this game. Notice I didn't just say scoring. Yes, if Kobe can get hot in this game, it completely changes the dynamic offensively for the Chicago Bulls and the bench unit. But when Patrick Williams is playing the defense that we've seen, playing aggressively, going after rebounds, going, like, he caught, like, three bodies in the last game with dunks. I think it was more like two, but nonetheless, you know what I mean. Uh, we need that type of impact for them as well. We need those young players to, to, to be battle-tested, right? They learned, learned and gained experience of what it means to really help change the shift and the momentum of a game in that first playing game. We need to see that continue to develop into them because especially if Kobe White resigned, those two players are huge for the Bulls' future. Until a change is made, they're a huge part of the Bulls' future. So them getting this time, them getting these reps, them being a part of the Bulls, being able to turn things around, 
Don't be surprised if that builds confidence. And as we've seen with most players, when you start building confidence, the sky's the limit. Now, before we go, I want to get into some voicemails for today. Just two voicemails that we had in from Big O and Omar who wanted to share their excitement about last game. Let's go ahead and get to this first one. This one's from Big O. What's going on, Hayes? My brother, this is uh, Big O calling in again, man. Great win last night against Toronto. Uh, I just knew that side was going to be too much. But uh, great, great win. Great way to fight after going down. And I'm uh, calling in because I took a couple keys from that game. And But first, let me let me say this. You know, I, I, I wanted Bulls to lose to get that pick. You know, and we get a shot at that pick at least. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. The, 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 the up and down with the Bulls, they're going to play themselves out of the pick. So I'm, I'm not even thinking about that at this point. It's not going to happen. They're going to mess around and beat the Heat and get slaughtered by <laughs> Milwaukee. But to give themselves a chance, I think they have a chance against Miami. I think they have a chance against Milwaukee. But it's a couple keys they got to take from that Toronto game that will help them. And uh, the first one is where they both kind of correlate is the fast break point. It's rare that I've seen Caruso get it off the board, take it all the way to the other end of the layup. Same thing with Levine. Uh, same thing where, you know, Patrick, you know, he always pushes the pace with when he can, not all the time. Patrick, uh, uh, Beverly, you know what I mean? But for Caruso, if Caruso and Levine can get it off the board and go coast to coast a few times a game, especially Caruso, because the Caruso can get you 7 to 11 points, just off rebound and go, get some layups. Instead of the key going to play, that most teams going to play that's bigger than you, the defense gets set up, it's going to be harder to score playing that, playing ISO. You know what I mean? Trying to do what teams are defensively going to design to stop. But if, if, if Zach can get out in the open floor, we know we don't have a point guard that's going to help him get out in the open, but if he can get it out in that open court, I think that gives the Bulls a good chance. I think they can make it a series against uh, against Milwaukee and get them a good chance to beat the Heat. But if I'm Billy, that's what I'm preaching to them. We got to run. Caruso, get the ball and go. Zach, get the ball and go. DeMar, if you can't run, give up the floor. Give it to Kobe. Give it to one of the other guys. Let them run and you beat them down there. Easy bucket is the best way for the Bulls to pass when they don't shoot the three-point well when they lack that. Thank you for taking my, thank you for taking my call. Hey. Appreciate it, bro. All right. And Big O talks about the Bulls uh, potentially playing themselves out of that lottery pick. Listen, I don't care. I, like, we, we, we were, the, the Bulls' luck wasn't going to be that we were probably going to get it anyway. Now, watch me say that, and then we lose tonight, and then the lottery comes, and somehow we wind up in the top four. Because I tell you what, if the lottery is fixed, as some NBA fans think, the Dallas Mavericks definitely ain't getting a top ten pick. But, you know, and, and for them not to get a top ten pick, is going to have to take somebody below them to leapfrog into that top four. So, just be on the lookout for that for my conspiracy theorists. But the point of what you said, right, um, the Bulls getting out on the run. And the thing is they have to either do one or two things to get out on the run because you can't just run the run, right? You have to either play that disruptive defense where you're getting turnovers and, and, and getting out in transition that way, or you have to rebound the ball extremely well to get out in transition that way and try to catch the, the other team off guard before the defense has a chance to set up. That is where the Bulls are most effective. I said it earlier in the show. That's, you know, getting out in the open court makes Zach Levine an even more dangerous player because at that point, he's a threat to try to get to the rim or stop and pop it on you at any point of the floor as soon as he crosses half court. That's what we need to see from this Bulls team. It also helps players like uh, uh, Alice Caruso, uh, I would assume if he does play, uh, Patrick Beverly, who aren't necessarily the best shooters, but getting out in that open court allows them to be a little bit more creative as well. And DeMar, DeMar caught two bodies on one dunk last time. So, yes, the Bulls getting out in transition 
can be important, but it's how uh, also how you get in, uh, get out in transition. It has to come via playing really good defense, forcing turnovers, and getting those defensive rebounds to then get out in transition that way. But great voicemail, Big Ol'. Thank you for always supporting the channel, brother. Let's get into this next one. This one's for Marvin. What's up, family? What's up, Paige? Marvin. Quick and quick, quick and smooth, man. I just want to run a couple of things down. I want to start off by saying great win last night, guys. There's work to be done. We all know that. I'm here to, out a, I'm here to point out a couple of things that we probably don't see this thing happening with these Bulls teams. And I'm not here to say that we're going to win it, uh, win it all, but I'm here to say there's been some encouraging things since the All-Star break. There's one thing I want to point out is what the Bulls face, are faced with if we can make a deep run in the playoffs, and that's road game. The Bulls are 8-3 on the road since the All-Star break, guys. And that's not including the game we just had on the road in this playoff game, play-in game, which put us at 9-3. Guess what, guys? We have another road game in Miami. Can we do it, guys? Now, three, uh, three road losses since the break were at Toronto, Clippers, and Milwaukee. And that brings me back to Miami. And we all forgot how excited we were at the first game of the season. The Bulls beat Miami in Miami, guys. And we all know that was a stigma of getting over the fact that the Bulls couldn't beat top-level teams in the NBA. That was over after game one. Road wins can really bring the team together, guys. So I bring all this up to say this. One more road win, guys. And I'm definitely not saying it's going to be an easy, easy win. For one, we're on a three-game winning streak. And let's not forget about the four-in-a-row game curse. But if we can do it, we get into the playoffs, guys. And if we get in the playoffs, I think all of us will feel better about this team this year. Playoff basketball is a different, is a different breed, guys. We all, I think we all know that. So let's, let's head down to Miami, break this cake, break this curse of four in a row on the road, and go in the playoffs feeling good. You know, I've always been optimistic, guys. I think you all know that. But if the Bulls can pull this game out, I think a lot, a lot more of us will be pretty optimistic about this. Let's see what we can do. Peace out. Bulls going to win tomorrow. All right. And Marvin asked a question, right? How would getting to the playoffs change our outlook on the season? I have to be honest. It doesn't change my outlook any. It's cool that we get that if we get to the playoffs. Now, if we win a playoff series, that will definitely change my outlook. But at the end of the day, this team made the playoffs last season, right? And we came in with a lot of the same struggles that we had even during that season. And so this team said, and I said this, there's nothing to me, right? I'm not saying that it should be for everyone. You guys all have your own opinions on this team, but there's nothing for me with this team that will change to me what this team needs to do in the offseason, and that is have some, some key and big changes to this team, right? More than likely, every free agent that we have isn't coming back, and we shouldn't if we need changes to this team anyway. But, like, Vooch, Kobe, I do want to see those two players come back. I know that means Devontae and other things, and we'll see what it means with Io again. I'm not on the, the fact that you have to choose between Io and Kobe, but you may get to that point considering the number of guards that we have on the team, especially if you don't do something with Lonzo's contract, i.e. the career-ending injury exception. But, you know, at the end of the day, we'll see, right? We will see. I think that ultimately um, where I sit as far as it changing my outlook on the season, no, the season still has been rough. The season still has sucked. The season still has proven that the Bulls need to adapt and change their game some and change the, the, the makeup of this roster. But I will say this, it's damn sure made the, 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 the team, the, uh, the, yeah, the team in the games a lot more exciting here on the back half of the season. We opened our season with a win without Zach Levine against the Miami Heat. Let's hope tonight it doesn't end against the Miami Heat with a loss. But that is it for me for today. For right now, you guys know it's game day, so I'll be locked in here for the pregame, halftime, and postgame show all live going down on the channel tonight. So hit that subscribe button if you're not subscribed. Otherwise, make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, 
Go Bulls. Love you guys. Let's see red. It's game day. Love you guys, man. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.